I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. It's the mayor. What's good, kickbackers? Where my where my kickbackers at? Let me get my kickbackers out. Kickbackers, like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole thing. Uh, I think we in here. Um, what's up, y'all? What's up? Peace, peace, peace. What's up, Nina? What's up, Keisha? Everybody coming in, coming in. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you on this um special kickback conversation. Um, this sparked on what's been happening on Facebook and well in the world in our conversation on Facebook. I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and, and jive, get into it, have a quick discussion. You know what I'm saying? As we enter the end of the year and the world going crazy. My office still stands. If you would like to be on camera and Discuss so many things with me. You can. I posted the link. You know, a matter of fact, let me put the link on this actual post. And that might um, make it a little easier for those who are brave enough to uh, step aside. So, boom, that's the link. It is a StreamYard link. If you're looking in the comments, you can uh, click on it. It'll bring you into the studio with me. And depending on who shows up when, I can just bring you right in. Or you may have to wait if somebody else is on. First time you're doing this. So don't be scared. Don't be scared. Come on in. But um, this is a part of Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole thing. Um, I am no breaks new to Righteous Ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every week we write back at it. I am the Black Savage, the Magneto of my people. We are in the middle of the week. and. We, I tell you what, let's start with uh, something quick. Uh, Gunner is free. You know, I'm here in Atlanta, and the, the YSL Rico case has been um, something that's been at front of mind for everybody here in the state of Georgia. Um, people you know are getting arrested. People you know are probably telling. People you know, you know, have been victims. People you know have been supporters. People you know have been rewarded, celebrated, and benefited from YSL. So it's just, it, the emotions are kind of everywhere. Um, but today we find out Gunner is free. He pled guilty to his quote unquote role in the Rico case. And he was given five years total with one year served, meaning four years of probation. It's always great to be free, but I'm gonna tell you something. Probation in a lot of ways is worse than being in jail. I ain't gonna lie to you. Being on probation is some shit. Um, because like you're you're free, it's like you're free but still in jail. 
and it's a it's nerve wracking. It's nerve wracking. Go basing it some some trash, but um, I'm glad he's home. I saw pictures of him with his family. He went straight home to his family. I thought that was gangster, um, and I'm happy for that brother. Um, I don't want to give my opinion on the case because I don't know enough about it. But he's free. He pled guilty. He did his year in jail. Now he's with his family. I don't see anything that would lead me to believe he snitched. I'm not going there. As a civilian, I'm mind my fucking business. But I'm glad he's home and glad he's with his family. Um, just wanted to throw that, throw that out there really quickly. <laughs> All right, y'all ready to get to it? Let me let me see. Hold up. Let me uh, make sure my uh, this is up to date. So I'm gonna copy it and paste it again, just in case something changed. But uh, so I just posted the, the link again. But uh, Meg and Tori. Meg and Tori, this shit wild. Um, I reserved judgment initially when everything first kicked off because I was like, this nigga shot this girl, this bitch ass nigga. And then I was like, wait a minute, no. Don't, you know, chill out. Don't go crazy. Don't go, you know, you don't know what happened, basically. And so I tried to keep that approach. But um, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I stopped listening to Tori Lane's music for a minute because I was just like, just the fact that you you're mentioned in this uh, Megan Thee Stallion shooting, it gave me the, a reason to pause and be like, I don't know if I even want to be involved with. I cut off R. Kelly like 18 years ago. So y'all already know what page I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't hurt the kids, don't hurt the women. And shooting a woman is crazy to me. So the story was just like, wow. But he was real flippant about it and kind of had his attitude like, y'all see, y'all see. I'm like, well, what the fuck? If she's saying you shot her, What's giving you this ego, this confidence that you're not going to be punished for this? What's giving you this stance where you're like, whatever, you know, we'll see, y'all judging me. I'm like, so did he not do it? I'm like, all right, so it was her, it was Megan, Megan's best friend, Kelsey, Tori, and Tori's security guard. Um, I don't want to go through the whole recap, but I do think it's important to kind of paint the picture. So they was out uh, partying in a Cali Jenner's house, and this is from what I've interpreted throughout the years and what was revealed in court today. Uh, so they were at Callie's house and Tori had been, I guess, fucking with Kelsey. And according to testimony, Megan likes to fuck behind Kelsey. And allegedly, Kelsey was fucking with Ben Simmons. Here come Megan fucking Ben Simmons, allegedly. Then Kelsey was fucking with the baby, which the baby confirmed. And then here comes Megan Thee Stallion fucking the baby behind her. And then Megan was fucking Tory, and then here comes Tory. I mean, here comes Megan fucking Tory behind Kelsey. So it was like, oh shit, this is one of those frenemy relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I know some little weird, some some weirdos on Facebook too. Like the fuck, I'll let that go. But um, I thought that was odd, and I thought that painted the narrative a little differently. And um, Megan went on. What was it, Gail King? It said she never had sex with Tory. The first thing she said today was, I had sex with Tori. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. You lying already. You lying already. So I'm like, all right, here we go. So now you're admitting to sex with Tori and now she you know, was making it like, why is this about my sex life? I'm like, I think it establishes a line of credibility. Like either you're a liar or you're not. You know what I'm saying? So we've established that you've been lying. Now what? And um, I tell you what though, I, I thought that Kelsey was going to be on some other shit. Like, yeah, uh, 
if if it was the, the security guard or Tory or Kelsey that shot Megan, I knew that Kelsey wouldn't incriminate herself. Have, have y'all seen the Black Panther movie? Or do you know the story behind the Black Panther movement? There was one police shooting and they were trying to lock up uh, Huey P. Newton behind it. And the other guy in the car was like, Huey didn't shoot the officer. You know, that there was only two people in the car. So if he didn't shoot the officer, who did shoot the officer? And you see, I refuse to answer that question under the grounds that I might incriminate myself. And I feel like that's what uh, <laughs> my fucking uh, Kelsey did today. So there was a gunshot, yes. Uh, did Tory shoot uh, Megan? No. Who shot Megan then? I plead the fifth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, I refuse to answer that question under the grounds that it might incriminate myself. And since she's been giving immunity from the prosecution, she can uh, implicate, uh, what, um, not imp imply. Well, I guess the word is imply, imply that she may have been the shooter because she has immunity and you can't incriminate yourself on the court on the stand in a court of law. So it's like she had to deal with both parties, it sounds like. You know, the story that uh, Tori, you know, paid for her lawyer, which she said, I just found out a few minutes ago that she doesn't remember if Tori paid for the lawyer, but he did agree to pay for the lawyer. And I'm like, so Kelsey kind of freaking this shit because she has immunity from the prosecution, so Megan can't do shit to her. And then she points the finger at herself instead of Tori, which means she gets Tori off. Pause or press play, whatever. Um, so I don't know how she got into this envy position but it feels like she, you say, who shot you? Exactly, Keisha, she, she blew the whole case up because now it's like, how did she freak this? She had the prosecution to give her immunity so she can you know, point the finger anywhere, but she didn't point it at Tori. So it feels like she might've got a double payout. Like, is she a double agent? Is she on both sides? What's really going on? But um, she had gunpowder residue on her. Tori had gunpowder residue on him. And allegedly, Megan was shot. And I'm not one of them dudes that want to make fun of Megan, and I'm not taking shots at her. I'm not doing none of that Bama shit. She, somebody shot her, or she was injured at the very least. But I'm not gonna lie, man. It feel like she, it feel like she lying, you know. And it makes me feel like, like if a woman accuses a man of rape and he didn't rape her, like what what happens to that woman? If you accuse a man of shooting you and he didn't shoot you, what, what happens to you then? Because Tory lost a bunch of deals, a bunch of contracts. Then it was canceled. And um, what, 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 there has to be a repercussion if she's lying. Now, if she's not lying, she is telling the truth. And Chelsea is flipping this thing around to make it look like Tory is innocent. That's some shit. And, and why would the prosecution even give her immunity with that being a possibility? Because I know I'm not the only person that saw the um, Black Panther Party movie and he was like, I refuse to answer the question under the grounds I might incriminate myself. I'm sure the lawyer saw the movie too. So why they, why they letting that go? Why they letting that go? I don't have an answer for that, man. Um, what y'all think? I was trying to get some of y'all to be brave enough. Oh, somebody is here. Hold up, hold up, hold up. What's good? Hey, what's good? What's up? What's up? <laughs> well, so what, what you think about this? What, what are you saying? I think I think I think some 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 shit went down that uh I don't think we're ever gonna know. 
I, so I, I mean, I don't think we're ever really going to know what really, really went down because if, if Kelsey's getting up there saying, implying that she may have been the shooter to get to take the weight off of Tori. I don't know. I was just talking about that the other day though. I was like, I was like, so the story was when the original story, they were in a car, they were arguing, he mm -hmm. wanted to get out the car and he shot in the foot. Yeah, and, and then they did the quote unquote dance bitch. He said dance bitch and shot in the ground. <laughs> Which just sounds like such a, I mean, that is, that's literally from a movie. It was yeah. like, you quoting movie shit in the middle of a real life situation? Yeah, it sounds uh, fishy. I don't think we ever gonna know. But then, but then what's really gonna happen? Who's responsible? Like you said, she was injured. Who did it? Who really did it? I, I don't know. I don't know. And she was saying at first she had her back turned. She didn't see what happened. And then she said she did see what happened. And it was, remember she went on IG Live and said, Tori shot me. And when she that said that, that's when I stopped fucking with Tori. Because I was a big Tory Lanez fan. I thought it was just suspect he was even in a situation where a woman could get shot. I was like, that, that's just suspect to me. Mm. Um, and corny. But I was like, but shit, uh, if he didn't do it, who did? Who did? And I'm like, why would a security guard shoot her? I'm like, why would the girl, her best friend shoot her? And when her and her best friend started beefing, immediately after that, I was like, oh, there's something into it. And now that I know that Megan been fucking behind her best friend the whole time, I can see her being mad because the story is that Tori, uh, they were, Tori was flirting with Kylie Jenner. Megan okay. got mad, which I'm sure struck Chelsea like, bitch, why you mad? I'm the one fucking them. You know what I'm saying? And then the story is, um, according to court documents, they left and they left Tori there. And okay. Megan decided to go back and get her shoes. So then they went back to get her shoe. Chelsea stayed in the car. Megan went in. And when Megan came out, Tori came out with her. So Chelsea's kind of like, that's my nigga. Why he coming out with, well, that's my fuck buddy, whatever. Why he coming out with you? Like, what's that about? And they I get in the car, and Megan is just going on uh, Tori. You know, you corny, your music lame, and this, this, this. And Tori like, man, nobody give a fuck about what you got to say. Now. All you do is fuck behind your girl anyway. She fucked Ben Simmons, you fucked him. She fucked um, the baby, you fucked him. She fucked me, you fucked me. And Chelsea was like, that was the first time she had heard the story that Tori and Megan actually fucked. Oh. So I'm like, one, Tori, you turned the fire, going out with two girls and you fucking both of them and they don't know. That's fire. And then you had another spot trying to fuck with the third girl, which is um, Callie Jenner. Like, you playing with fire, my nigga. Like, you know the story when they be like, oh, what would you do if you were in a room with all your exes? That's kind of like that. What you do when you're in a room with all the girls you fuck with? Like, you got to relax. <laughs> you got to play it a little differently. You don't add a, a third girl to the to the jump. I ain't, I ain't opposed, like, if I invite a bunch of women I dealt with to an event, you know, two or three, I'm like, I'm going to add a fourth once we get You know what I'm saying? That's just, just pressing your luck. Yeah. And, yeah. I, anything could have gone down. I don't think we're ever going to know. I don't think we're ever going to know the story. And that's the sad part because we probably will never know the story. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. do we, so do we? You know, I know there was a cancel Tory campaign. If we never find out the story, do we still cancel Tory? Probably not. I mean, we're not informed enough. But something he's probably canceled you know, circles because. Mm -hmm. I must say, people don't wait for the information. 
Yeah. My homies told me, that, oh, you believe Megan at first? I said, nah, this is what I thought. Megan got shot. Somebody shot her. That's all I knew. I didn't know what to think. So I didn't blame Tori. I didn't blame nobody. I just knew she got shot. Somebody shot her. And I'm, I'm, I'm supporting her in that way. Right, right. Man, I feel like she's swelling. So I don't know. Yeah, because she, she like, first she said she didn't have sex with him. All of a sudden, now she's saying she did. Mm -hmm. That's that's mm -hmm. that's ruining her credibility. I mean, I'm I'm not saying, and I'm not I'm not for any violence against anybody, especially you know, black women. Yeah, like, but you know, some <laughs> something went down. Something went down, and I don't think yeah. last week's episode was titled. Somebody did this, and um, <laughs> but that, that's how I feel about this. That's how I feel about this. I don't know who, but he lied. Well, I don't know if he lied, but nah, he lied. Y'all need to worship him. Somebody did this. That's what I do know. Somebody did this. I just don't know who, and, and it's fucked up that we may never know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, um, I, I got a homie named Six. I hate his name is Six, but Six, I know you got a goddamn opinion. Go scroll up to the link, click on the link, and get your ass in here. Cause he, All right, no. he always got something to say, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna be. <laughs> I peace. Peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cheeks, get your ass in here, nigga, because you always got something to say. I, I, every week, me and you arguing somewhere. So bring your ass onto the live stream and give me your opinion, Mister Who Shot Ya. Oh, is that you? Okay, no, device not connected. All right, let's see. Oh, I'm going to do that. All right. Um, are you scared now? You ain't got nothing to say? Okay, cool. That's a bet. That's a bet. So um, I guess I'll move on from the uh, Meg and Tory thing, except to say I'll end it with this. We got to be careful with cancel culture. We got to be careful with that because... Tory has been totally canceled and then brought back and then Meg was canceled. And this could all turn out that he did shoot her and Meg was innocent. And we know not just innocent, but she was a victim and she was telling the truth. This should be a cautionary tale about canceling people. Like get all the information, make an informed decision. And as we transition, I want to say rest in peace to DJ Twitch, excuse me, who transitioned today. Um, I had no idea who he was. But I found out he was the DJ for Ellen DeGeneres' daily talk show and apparently was beloved. I mean, everybody I know was damn near in tears today behind the death of DJ Twitch. And unfortunately, um, I've seen Ellen's show before, so I must have seen him at some point. But I, I just, I, I didn't know who he was and I wasn't a fan of the show. But whenever a young black man, 40 years old, takes their own life, um, it does affect me. It does. Um, Give me reason to pause. And it does, um, I, I don't know if everybody knows this, but my mission, my number one goal in life is to positively affect a million people who suffer from depression. That's why I have my depression Facebook group. And I'm always telling you, we'll book some reading or go to therapy and do what you gotta do. Cause that's important to me. Um, and this is another case. And not that like, I feel responsible or anything, but whenever someone takes their life or gives up, um, I do feel like, damn, I wish I could have helped. I wish, you know, I could have done something. That's why I, I get my phone number out on Facebook. Like, if you're going through any kind of depression, call me. Here's my personal number. You know what I'm saying? And 
I've gotten calls like dead ass. Some people that you may follow, you know what I'm saying, have called me, have inboxed me, have told me what's going on. And I ain't gonna say that I did this great job of helping, but I tried you know, for whatever that's worth. So rest in peace, Twitch. Um, and if you do need help, speak to somebody, Get you know, speak to a professional. Sometimes your homie, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your cousin, sometimes that's not enough. If that's all you have, then absolutely speak to them. But sometimes you gotta take, it's nothing wrong with therapy. And if you afraid of therapy, I'm gonna tell you something. It's this shit I call book therapy. Where you find, you know, you figure out what your issue is and you find a book that speaks to it. Um, I'll tell you a book that helped me this year, um, Boundaries, um, Setting Boundaries and, and Finding Happiness, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oprah has a book called uh, What Happened to You? And it's all about addressing childhood traumas. That is a must read. That is a absolute must read. It's Oprah and a psychologist, and it's called What Happened to You? It's powerful, man. And it speaks about being regulated and, and dysregulated. When you're regulated, you're in your normal state of mind, you're at peace, you're not tripping, no anxiety, no anger, no depression, you're good. When you're dysregulated, the anxieties come in, the depression has come in, the uh, anger has come in, the bipolar has come in, you know what I'm saying, manic depression. So when you're regulated, you're good. When you're dysregulated, you're not so good. And there are things that can regulate you. Doing this podcast regulates me. You know, listening to music regulates me. Seeing Ashanti's thighs on Instagram regulates me. You got to find out what regulates you. And that's the key to happiness, finding out what regulates you so you know what to go to. You know when you're down, what move to make. Oh, I'm not feeling too good. I know if I work out, I feel better. I'm not feeling too good. If I go to the movies, I feel better. I'm not feeling too good. If I call my best friend, I feel better. Find out what regulates you and continue to regulate yourself. That's all my preaching. I'm not going to keep preaching. Hey, what's up, Renee? I'm clicking the link. I can't get on. Why can't you get on? Let me. I'm gonna post it again. Um, it, it should. Let me see. It's not too many. I don't think it's too many people in here. And if you click the link, it should take you to the studio. And then once you are y'all getting the link, am I actually posting it? Let me see. Something. I might be posting it on YouTube and not on Facebook. So, boom, I just posted it on Facebook and YouTube. It is a stream yard. Post the most recent. I'll click the most recent one, and it should uh, give you the option to enter the studio. Um, but I was so busy talking, I didn't even see the last time. That's real talking. You never know. Exactly, exactly. Um, I'm mad if the link ain't working. The bumble clock. Well, actually, we had a guest, so it did work. It is working some kind of way. Um, and I think they're all the same link. I don't think I changed anything. But um, again, uh, rest in peace to DJ Twitch. I do want to shift gears a little bit, and if Renee gets on, we can switch back um, and do a circle of, circle around. But y'all yeah, been following this day. Shit. So Diddy, of course, has been dating a handful of women, including uh, young Miami, um, Carisha. And he recently announced that he had a daughter in October. Um, Love Sean Combs is her name. I need a girlfriend whose name is Love No Breaks New. That, 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 what? 
Moving on. Um, and everybody's been clowning her, like, she decides, she, she did this, she did that. And I look at their situation more as a polyamorous situation because they both have admitted to dating other people and still finding um, their space with each other. And so when people are getting mad and talking shit, like, oh, she this society, she this and this, I'm like, dog, they are clearly in the definition of what a polyamorous relationship is. Like, it's weird that people are looking, are judging it that way, or looking at her like she's stupid, she this, she that. They, what's she saying on her own? Like, I feel like we're together, but we're not together, but we go together, but we're we single. That kind of explains it. And that, that is what polyamory is truly supposed to be. Where I made a song in 2002 called Not Your Heart. And it's um, our time together is our time together. Our time apart is our time apart. Be smart. Love me with your mind, not your heart. And, you know, and that's essentially what it is. Like, when we're together, we're together. When we're not together, we're not together. And um, kind of like what Nick Cannon is doing and what every other dude on um, Facebook is, is proposing to all the women is <laughs> polyamory. Um, and she don't seem to be tripping. But what I didn't like is DJ Academics going at her like that. And him, or did he... Him saying Diddy had a side baby on his side chick, that was jive. Like, it was kind of funny. Uh, but it's, I don't think it's true. Because in a polyamorous situation, you don't have a side chick. You may have a principal partner, but you have partners. You know what I'm saying? It isn't a side partner. It's a side chick when that's the role that's been defined for her. Or defined for him, because they could be a side dude. Um, but when you're in, this, you're in a polyamorous situation where you're everybody, you know, whether it's kitchen table parlor where everybody knows everybody, or if you know it's in a different dynamic, a triangle, or what have you, um, not, I would never call one of my partners a side piece. You know what I'm saying? I don't know many people that would. It's in that lifestyle. Now, a lot of them, getting in them, may not have the 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 verbiage, the vocabulary to. Um, elocuted like I can, but obviously they're in a polyamory situation. Like that's kind of obvious. And in that situation, you, you can cheat, but obviously she doesn't feel cheated on. You know what I'm saying? She good. She's doing what she's doing. Um, he's doing what he's doing. And as long as everybody's respectful and safe, I don't see an issue with it. So I ain't shitting on Carisha, and I don't think she's stupid. I think she found somebody she likes it. And they have an agreement and they they doing their thing. And I don't know why act always got some shit to talk talk to the ladies about. I try not to argue with the ladies, but you know what I was told before? I used to say, I don't argue with women. Like, go get your boyfriend. I'm not I'm saying argue with you. Then I had a woman tell me that was disrespectful. I'm like, how? I'm not arguing with you. But then it made it seem like women weren't worthy to argue with. And I was like, oh shit. Is that what it sound like I'm saying? So I'm not saying that women aren't worthy to argue with as far as DJ academics. I'm saying, why are you arguing with, why are you in these heated, disrespectful debates with women? It's more or less what I'm trying to say. Um, not that you know, a woman isn't good enough to argue with, um, but you shouldn't be just online talking shit. And did he say he can come to your house? So I guess he'll come knock on your door at some point. We'll figure that part out. So is there something wrong with the, with the link? So I did want a couple of y'all to come in and talk y'all shit. Y'all keep telling me something wrong with the link. 
I tell you what, I'm gonna put on some music real quick for about 20 seconds, then and I'm gonna take it's the Okay. I haven't heard anything at the end of the day. It's what they want. Exactly. At the end of the day, that, if they good with it, they like, what they say the black people say, if you like it, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's kind of like looking at me, Ashanti, and Margot Robbie. Like, it may not be y'all thing, but if we're happy, uh, did, are y'all watching, uh, did y'all watch the Ashanti movie tonight? I got it on on the TV, but of course I'm not watching it because I'm doing the actual podcast. Okay, I see you. I see you. Yo. Finally made it. Finally, yo. I was in another meeting, but I'm here. I had to tap on when I heard you talking about this Carisha and Diddy situation. I talked to him. Oh, first of all, let's do an introduction. Okay. We got to tell them who you are. Well, we know you're Renee, but do you want to um, let them know who you are, what you've done? <laughs> or, or, no. Am, or no. Oh, no, yeah, cool. It's whatever. I am Renee Walters. I am the president and co founder of the Freedom Georgia Initiative, the 19 families that bought the 100 acres of land. We um, currently have 500 acres of land and we are on our way to building a city. Thank you. Be clear on our way to building a city in South in Georgia. Georgia. Mm -hmm. South Georgia. These are, you probably read about it. Um, yes, it's her. Yes, the story you read about the black people that bought all the land and building the city. You're like, oh, that sounds so great. It's her. So, so you know, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> She's the mastermind behind it. So now that you know who she is, let's get down to business. What's your thoughts? Oh, first of all, academics is a clown. A total clown. I can't stand him. Like, I do not like this man for nothing. And I honestly don't think Carisha tripping about it. I think her and Diddy have an arrangement. Shorty mm -hmm. is what, like 29, 30? She almost bought the age out of the Sugar Daddy program. But I feel <laughs> like they have, you know, when she turned 30, it's a wrap. But um, I feel like they have an understanding. And I feel like she knew about the baby. So it wasn't nothing surprising to her. I just feel like us as outsiders, we don't know. And so now we have all these different opinions and comments. And these people rich living their life. So it's out of my budget, that whole little conversation anyway. But she young and living her life as any 20-year-old, 29-year-old, almost 30 would do. Like, she rich, not tied down, let her live her life. And I'm sure she's not tripping on nothing did he doing because sis getting all the money in the world. And he's treating her. I mean, some people may look at this like, why do you say he's treating her well if he does this, that, that, that? But he's, he's, he's giving her her own podcast, which is one of the top podcasts in the, in the world. He's put her in, you know, prime position to, uh, it's one thing if you, and I hate to use that analogy because I don't like disrespect, but it's like, you want to cry in the beans and you want to cry in the Corolla and that, cause you shouldn't cry anyway. But the point is she's not crying. That's the point. She isn't crying. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And what I heard from her the other day was this. I'm gonna stick beside him. <laughs> Period. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Period. And I don't know why academics be on that Bama shit. Like, it's some, it's some weirdo shit that he keeps getting into these huge, ugly arguments with women. But like I said earlier, I don't want to disrespect women. Like, they're not worthy to argue with. But I think that you should stay above brow in a debate with the woman. You shouldn't go low. You know what I'm saying? You should stay at a certain level of respect and a certain level of, like, 
Oh, yeah. Now. Like he came in a uh, little baby today, and that's just put. He be on a lot of police awesome. stuff, and I don't think that's the. I don't think them the people you want to mess with. Like, yeah, he was on Joe Button podcast today, and Joe and them was like, "Nigga, you not outside. Like you, you would." You would think you would want to watch your mouth talking to these certain dudes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, like it, it, just in case you wind up outside. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? He's sitting in his basement on a laptop. Like, he's a blogger. Can we exactly. even call him a DJ? He's a blogger at this point. Yeah, I ain't never heard him DJ shit. Never, ever. ever. And I, he didn't, he's not telling the truth about none of the little shit. You know what? He lied. Y'all need to worship him. They worship him. What up, Jay? I see you You finally made it. A little tidy to the party. Um, what are your thoughts on the Megan Tory thing before I let you go? Like, let's, let's, let's dig into that. Jesus, I really don't know. I honestly feel like something took place. Mm -hmm. I just don't know what. Like, we will never know. Like, none of us will never know what happened that night. It's only three sides to that story. Kelsey, Megan, and uh, Tory. Well, four and the actual truth. And <laughs> in the, in the, in the actual truth. Um, do I feel like Kelsey got on the stand and now she has amnesia or she doesn't remember stuff? Like, I feel like her and Tori are in cahoots because she no longer talked to Meg. I honestly don't feel like Megan the Stallion lying. It probably was a, you know how people get drunk, arguing, fighting. They probably was fighting Meg and, Tor uh, Meg and Kelsey arguing over the gun. It probably went off. So who's to say what happened? Like, I just wish it didn't happen because this is a lot and it's like I'm I've never been a big fan of Tory Lanez like I listen to a few of his songs or whatever but I've never been like a super fan I am a fan of Meg Thee Stallion but I just feel like our black women aren't protected and the way they the way the other celebrities are handling it is like kind of funny to me and it's like we only and that's so this is a whole nother conversation but if Meg Thee Stallion was light-skinned I bet you all them guys would have canceled Tory I don't know about that one. I, I can't support that because I initially was canceled. Well, I didn't cancel to it, but I was like, I don't feel comfortable listening to his music until like this. That was my husband. He felt the same way. Like he had, he's a tour man. My husband is a fan of Tory Lanez, but he has yeah, not been listening to his music or nothing. Yeah, this was right after the most recent Chicks tape. So I was riding around bumping Tory when this shit happened. I was like, whoa, he shot her. What the fuck? Yeah, then, but I still stand by my statement. I feel like she would have been like, because it, like, it would have been like Lauren London or something like that. These people would have went wild. I totally disagree. Um, and maybe that's my faith in black people. It wasn't maybe enough outrage. It was not enough outrage behind Megan Thee Stallion but, getting shot. They questioned but, but, it. Is it true? Well, because it's questionable. It was like when everybody got mad at me when I said that um, I ain't believe the, the Juicy Smoulier story. And I was called anti- uh, Anti, no homophobic. I was called everything in the book, and I know I, it was a straight man. I didn't believe it anyway. Who the fuck going the subway at two a.m.? Right, and who the fuck yells, dance, bitch, and shoots at the ground? You know what I'm saying? Like they're both kind of weird to me. And yeah, no one that she, that she got kicked out the party for acting rowdy. She was accused of being jealous, and the story came out that she was fucking behind her best friend. Every niggas her best friend fuck. She fucked the story. It, her Meg, and I hate to say this, but Meg's story to me is very similar to the Juicy Smoulier story. I don't know what difference you're making, you're finding in it, except it's a woman. Because I can say to you right now, if I would have been a man that got shot, you know, I bet it would have been a whole different. Because I don't know what's different to you. I don't know why you feel differently about uh, Meg than you do about Juicy Smoulier. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? But for some reason, you feel different. But what I did was, I said, I don't know what happened, but Meg got hurt. Because one minute they were saying they weren't sure if she was shot. Was it a ricochet? Was it glass that broke? Was it concrete that hit her? We didn't know. And then so it's like, what kind of monster you got to be to shoot a black woman who isn't even facing you walking away? Like, like, that would make Tori, to me, the, the devil. You know what I'm saying? And I, since I was like, I don't know if you're the devil or not, I got to stop listening. Because I don't know what the fuck this nigga is. Right. And now with the things that are coming out in court, it's, you know, with him having gunpowder on him and Chelsea having gunpowder on her. Is the name Chelsea or Kelsey? Kelsey. Okay, with Kelsea having gunpowder on her as well, it's like, it does raise suspicion. And now that they're talking, now she refused to answer the question on the grounds that she might incriminate herself, all that bullshit. It's like, so did she shoot? And why did the prosecution give her immunity before they knew how this shit was going to go? Yeah, so many questions behind it. I was like, what the hell? So many questions. Yeah, he said, sister woman is right. A lot of our people suffer from colorism. They do. And that is a a major problem. Like, I look at different stories, how they break on the internet, and especially like in the shade room and just different blogs. Like the comments just be different based on like either popularity, who they like the most, or if they light skin or dark skin. And I'm like, we got to get away from that because this is just, we got to get away from it. It's too much. See, I like Meg and Tori. I actually listen to Meg music. Her last album, the, the most recent album, I, I was bumping that shit. Um, I love a, a, a sexy black woman that's sexually empowered. And they, and, they, and they ain't got no cut cards. They gonna say, you know, yes. she got that wop and she wanna do this and she gonna sit. I, I champion that shit. So I'm a, I'm a Meg fan. Um, I'm a Tory fan as well, which made it kind of fucked up. Like, oh, who do I, who do I, who do I, who do I? Right. But right now it is feeling like, if you ask me to like put a gun on my head, knew what really happened. I think that they got to arguing, you know, and it was revealed that to, Kelsey, that Meg was fucking her man and for the billionth time, and she got mad, and they got into a fight in the car, and then they got out, and Tory probably had the gun on, you know, his gun on him, and Kelsey, Kelsey tried to grab it, and he's trying to stop and it, and he's doing this, and, and it went off, and she was shot. And I don't think I, I cannot. I'm sure. I mean, it happens every day. We have proof of it, but it is so hard to believe that Tory just shot that woman while she was walking away. And if you're walking away, you don't see who shot you. And that's what makes it even crazier. And then Meg lied and said she never fucked Tori. And now under oath, she's saying she did fuck Tori. So the only person we know that is proven to be a liar is Meg and Kelsey. Because Kelsey is, I don't recall. I don't recall. Right. So Tori, the only person, we, we don't have any proof that he lied about anything. I don't, that, that could mean yeah. nothing. That could absolutely mean nothing. But I'm just saying what we what we got. You know what I'm saying? It's tough, man. The world may never know. I want. I think I need to know. I need to know. I don't think we ever gonna find out. Like I don't think people. That's just like the whole when Beyonce and Solange and Jay Z was in the elevator. People are dying for that story. Like what made her snap out like that? Like I think that's just something we never gonna find out. Yeah. Okay. So. Agreed on the colorism, but I'm not sure if there wasn't more outrage. I think if Cardi B got shot, it would be considered par for the course of being in that life. Okay, so it's yeah, so a Cardi, you know, street chick. She's part of the blood. She's in the gang. 
Sue Wu, I'm not, but I know. <laughs> but um, I guess if something would have happened to her, it would have been more like. Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't enough outrage. Like, this, it wasn't enough outrage for me. If it would have been anybody else, like, they would, they would have been crazy. They would have been calling for protest and cancel this person. And I'm just like, it's, it was, it was too much. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough outrage. It wasn't enough, enough outrage from who? Because the podcast community outrage. Like, from a lot of the other celebrities, like a lot of the guys kept quiet. And I understand, like, you don't know what happened, so you don't want to pick a side, like, right off the bat. But if it was anybody else, like, it just would have been, like, Tory wouldn't be out and about hanging with niggas like he doing now. Like, that shit would not be happening if it was anybody else. To me, something happened, and everybody was like, oh, he ain't do it. Because at first, niggas was giving Tory the Heisman. Nobody was fucking with Tory. He lost his MTV deal. He was doing the pandemic radio, whatever. He lost his deal. Nobody was fucking with him. He was totally cut off. I saw that. So I don't know how you didn't see it. But when you lose a multi-million dollar contract, some, somebody ain't fucking with you. And, you know, when he, his Instagram show even got canceled, somebody wasn't fucking with him. So I saw that. And then it got quiet. Too quiet. It did too quiet. And then the baby, he did a song with him. And it was like, oh, is he okay to talk to now? Why is the baby fucking with him? And Megan went off on the baby. And now come to find out, the baby, like, we were both fucking you at the same time. Like, like pretty much, he was yeah, fucking, that's on another clown. He was fucking on me. That's another clown. I can't, I can't defend, I can't defend none of the most recent cities done. I can't defend it and I won't defend it. He, did some, bama, he did some mama shit. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna hold you, he did some mama shit. But I think what he was trying to do was like, everybody mad at me because I fuck with Tori. And like, it seemed like I don't fuck with Meg and Meg going on me. But do you have the whole story? Like that, that was one of my pieces. You know what I'm saying? So she know where I met with it, what's going on with it. So it's like, if you were, if you and I were dating and you was fucking my, my, my other co-host and then he allegedly shoots you and I do a song with him. It's like, or do a podcast with him. It's kind of like, it's, it's more complicated. You know how they be like, in a relationship, single, it's complicated. It's complicated. You know what I'm saying? Because who knows who's to say that the baby didn't find out that night that she was fucking touring. Right. Like we fuck. He said he said he fucked her the night before that party. So we fucking and we fucked that night. You give it a morning. I'm going to Kylie Jenner's party. See you later. All right, boo. See you later. And then it come out. You was with Tori. Y'all fucking. And he shot you. And it's like this bitch just left my house and it was with another. And then a nigga shot her. You know what I'm saying? It's like dog. If you don't. You know what I'm saying? And now your current boyfriend is threatening me, you talking shit about me, and the night after I fucked you, you was with another celebrity? I do think he did that, but... I do think he did some clown shit. I'm not defending the baby, but I'm giving you some perspective. You know what I'm saying? What was he thinking? And now you going on me saying I'm not loyal to you? Did you not? The night after I fucked you, you go... Who not loyal? And now your boyfriend like fuck you, nigga. Watch your mouth talking to my girl. Your girl, nigga. That's my. That's our girl, nigga. Fuck <laughs> you mean? Watch my mouth talking about your girl, nigga. That's our girl. Yes. Fuck is you talking? So, so the baby is doing a lot of clown shit. But I don't know if this is this is part of that. Let me yes. see what they talk about. If Taylor Swift got shot, we would have seen a smile raise. Well, that's white people. That's like saying that like uh, if a Jewish person would have got shot. Yeah, the ADL does shit. I don't think, you know what I'm saying? I don't think black yeah, people would have been... They shut down the industry. They want to find out what the fuck going on. And it ain't no records being made. 
it ain't gonna be me, Joe Budden, and Vorian Maul doing it. It's gonna be white people doing it. If a Jewish person would have got shot in a situation, it wasn't gonna be me, um, Russell Simmons, and Idris Alba. It's gonna be the, the Jewish people doing it. So hey, that's an unfair comparison to me. It's like when black people say, well, well this would happen to a white person, they'd be more outraged. Yeah, because white people handle that shit better. You know what I'm saying? McConaughey must have talking shit about black people in slavery. Y'all motherfuckers are still buying his music, still going, he a genius. But when he said it about the Jewish community, they shut him the fuck down. That, that's, that's because everybody stick together but us. Right, but it's not a, it's not a, a testament to who we are. It's a testament to who they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, white people stick up for white people. Well, well, Megan Thee Stallion ain't white, but don't, don't uh, put the uh, the onus because I spoke out so much about the man shit. So, and I know I'm one person, but I do have a community of podcasters, and everybody spoke out. So I, it's kind of rubbing me wrong. But again, she was light skinned Like that ain't the world I'm in. But I also know I don't exist in the world with everybody else. So I can't discredit what John's saying. But in my world, I don't give a fuck what color, how, how white or dark you are. It's a black woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the sad part is, as much as I'm going to fight against it, you're probably right. This, that's the sad part. Is I can't say you're right or wrong, I know it's just not what's in my heart. It ain't, it ain't right. what I see on a regular basis. But you're probably right. Yeah. I see it every day. Like, I see it every day. I'm always... Like looking on the blogs, just keeping myself up, just because I have a son too, so I want a, a teenager, so I want to make sure I just keep myself in the know about a lot of stuff, and I just see it every day how if you're not popular, like one, just the whole um, thing with Carisha and academics, like half the comments was on her side, and then half the comments was on his side because they a lot of people really don't care for Carisha like that because they feel like she's too ghetto to this to that, and it's just funny how. Shit works in the comments. Like one day they'll be on your side, the next minute they hate you, and that's with everything. Like that's with everything. I, I've been called like uh, the uh, uh, you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm an advocate for women in the LBGTQ, and I've been called homophobic. I've been called like pro black nigga and power to the. I got Africa on my neck. I was called a house nigga the other day. I was like, you called me a house nigga? Like what? The, what? <laughs> but yeah, it goes. It, it that's just the nature of the beast. I've been called a separatist. Um, I've been called like I'm setting Martin Luther King back with our works that we're doing. Yes. I'm for okay. segregation. I mean, I'm for like just I mean, all I, types I, ain't of shit. I, I, I am I am kind of for segregation. I listen, I, don't let me hold you. I, listen, I'm kind of I'm, I'm, I feel like, and this is my honest opinion, like I feel like we would have been better off. Because we had our own everything, our own banks, our own hospital. Like, we had our own everything. And it was like but integration hurt us more than anything. Damn anything else. And integration, I give, I give 50% of the blame to integration and 50% of the blame to the evil power structure that um, didn't want to see us flourish. Because they, they, they say, all right, hey, niggas, go over there and build some shit. And then we built it. It was like, fuck this shit. We're going to burn it down. Yeah. What? We want to bring it down now. Come over here with us and slowly get integrated and go through all the Jim Crow and shit, little nigga. You're like, no, nah, I'd rather just go do my own thing. Yeah. You're like, nah, come over here and do it and and, and it have to be a more painful process. It's like, what? <laughs> but a lot of niggas was just running like, yes, some boss. Let's go do it. Let's figure it out. 
Some people still like that. It's some people still out here that don't know we free. Damn. Say that shit again. It's some motherfuckers still out here that do not know that we free. Don't have a fucking clue. Don't have a fucking clue. Uh, before we get about it, because this is supposed to be a short episode and I wanted to bring some people on and, and have y'all talk and discuss because I was just watching the Facebook comments. You know, we got to talk about this shit tonight. Is there anything um, that you and anybody else wants to uh, join in? Click the link, join in. I think we can have up to three, four people. So anybody want to come in, come on in. But uh, Renee, if you have time, is there anything on your mind you wanted to discuss? Uh-huh. Is anything random? It don't even matter. We talk about booty calls. We talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't indulge in booty calls. Uh, I've been married five years. Oh, we, we gotta give a round of applause for that. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I'm gonna stick this out. <laughs> Period, but I'm not against them. Like, if that's what you do, hey, just be protected because uh, the STD rate out here in Atlanta is a motherfucker. Yeah, I saw that shit. Um, I saw uh, uh, the, 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 hey, Nina. The, hey, hey, Renee, what's going hey. on? How are you, honey? I'm good. It, I'm hey, good. Hey, hey, I'm good. I'm good. I put. I wrapped my head up because I'm about to go to bed. But I wanted to listen. I'm on here looking a mess, and I was trying to wrap my hair up or put a wig on, and I said, "Fuck it, y'all gonna get this." Listen, I'm here looking a mess, and I was trying to wrap my hair up or put a wig. (laughs) So look, look. I I was like, oh my god, I gotta get into this conversation because y'all was just talking about the land and segregation and i'm i'm so i, I feel the same way i'm like the, I'm, I'm like I, i'm kind of for segregation because we would have been better off not that not that in look you always try to be politically correct and and not over and here right thing but i don't care I, I i really do believe that everybody else has their own thing you got you got uh in New York, and you have other places. You have, you know, Chinatown. Segregate Chinatown. You have, you have Italy, Italy mm-hmm. all of that. So, what's wrong with us having our own? I, I, w- I really want to get with you, Renee, because I want to get some property in Georgia. Like, I, I want to. I've been. I, I signed up on the website and everything. I was like, I want to get. I'm down with that. Um, um, inbox me. Um, DM. Inbox me your number, and we'll talk tomorrow or okay. something. Okay. 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 Yeah. It's such a, it's, it's an honor to meet you. Girl, <laughs> thank you. Oh, you never said it was an honor to meet me. What the oh, f- I, but we, oh, you know, oh, come on now, don't go there. <laughs> I'm just regular old me with 500. We already know each other. Right? We, we know each other. We go back. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to hop in and say that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hop off, but it was a pleasure. It's a pleasure. This is a good conversation, dude. <laughs> Definitely nice meeting you. Make sure you inbox me. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. So you got to bring me on so we could talk about the works that we're doing and freedom. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I look better next time, I promise. We just got out of one of our Wednesday night freedom meetings and them shits get rough. So, well, well, I tell you what, so we're definitely going to do an episode, um, we're going to do a kickback conversation where we just sit and discuss this and go into detail and kind of give everybody that doesn't know. She knew, but I'm sure there's some people watching like, what they doing? What? 
she got a property. They built some, they built in the city. I ain't heard about this shit. You know what I'm saying? So there are a lot of people we need to educate and a lot of people that may want to invest or may want to be a part of, may want to just donate, may want to just come visit. Okay. You know so we definitely got to um, do an episode on that. But I, I like to have, like, um, I used to bring models on and have them talk about the election. You know what I'm saying? I bring political pundits on and have them talk about threesomes. Like, I, I, I like to take people out of their element and just have real conversations with them. Um, but we do have to have that conversation first, I think. We really need to have that conversation. Okay. Um, and then, you know, because uh, going into the new year, the, the podcast will be me and my guest. Okay. So you, you'll probably be on about two, three times next year, just, just so you know. Just I'm with it. Probably I'm first with quarter it. of the summer, the end of the year. I'm and with it. Get you on with Mel, too. So we'll do that, too. Yes, that's the homie. Shout out to Mel. Love her. Shout out to Mel. Her ass was. In her feelings, I ain't gonna say why, but she was in her feelings tonight. So I couldn't. Oh, I've seen all the posts. I love her. Exactly, exactly. So you, you know, and probably most of y'all know too, because uh, uh, everybody know Mel. Uh, shout out to Mel. Shout out to J. Lou. And um, as we wind down, do you have any uh, end of the year goals that you haven't met yet, or any um, goals front of mind going into the new year? It is, and it's funny. I talked about that yesterday, um, the other day. I think it was Tuesday on live about writing the vision, and it's important to put those goals out on paper. Um, 2018, 2019, going into 2019, uh, the girl I bought the land with, when we were doing our vision board, she put a picture of me and her with millions of dollars around us, like millions of dollars, and then at the bottom we did it, and we had no clue what we were doing. Like we had no clue. I saw it. I was like. Okay, that's dope. And then at the bottom of it, she had a picture of um, me and a few of her other friends that was in a wedding. And these were all the same people that bought the land in 2020. And so I say that to say, write the vision, like write your goals down. It's very important that we write our goals down. And it's not something that we reinventing the wheel with writing our goals down. Because we used to do this shit in elementary school, writing MASH, like what mansions and houses and cars and stuff we want to live in and drive. So we've been doing it. And it's just time to really do it and then do the works to get us there. So definitely write all your goals out. I am having a vision board party um, January 21st here in Atlanta. It's yeah, I'm, be I'm nice. I know it's women only, but I'll be there. Come in. My husband going to be that DJ. So definitely pull up. And it's not, I don't even want to just, I want to open it to everybody because it's not always women that have goals. It's men that have goals too. And I see y'all, man. I see y'all. Like, I think us women need to start seeing the men more and just like brunch and all that stuff just ain't for women. It's for men too. So uh, definitely, I don't want to talk too much, but write the vision and make it plain. It is so important that we write our goals out. One of my goals was to learn how to do my makeup because I've been on like any media, news media, oh, magazine. Me too, me too. You could imagine. I'm like, I want to do my makeup because this shit is getting expensive out here in Atlanta with these makeup artists. And I'm just like, you know what? I want to learn how to do my makeup. So that was a goal that I accomplished the end of this year. And I'm so proud of myself. Okay. Um, thank you. <laughs> and going into 2023, I just want to focus more on self-care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Self-care. Like how are we how are we taking care of ourselves in 2023? I think that is something that we put on a back burner as people because we're so busy working and got to take care of our children. We often put ourselves on a back burner. But for 2023, I want to encourage everybody to 
do more for yourself. Like if it involved like even going to the movie, just sitting in your car 30 minutes to relax and get your head together before you go in the house. Like just do more for yourself in 2023 and just see how much better you feel. So that's my word. Yeah. I want to add to that. That was a hell of a word. I want to add to that. Um, be good to yourself. And be good to yourself. Talk to yourself nicely. And if you ever find yourself talking to yourself in a fucked up way, I want you to stop and repeat this mantra. I'm doing the best I can with the information I have. I'm doing the best I can with the information I have. That is a word for real. Yeah, because people, well, my therapist told me that. She, I was telling her, like, how about I talk to myself? Like, I was like, yeah, because I fucked up the thing last week. And I was just mad at myself, like, stupid motherfucker, can't get shit right. And she was like, You're cursing yourself. She's like, did you say that to yourself? And I was like, uh, yeah. She's like, you talk to yourself like that? And I was like, yeah, what's up? She was like, oh, my God, don't ever talk to yourself like that. Why would you ever say those things to yourself? And I was sitting there like, I, I thought I was stupid. I don't, well, I don't know what was going to say. power in the tongue. And she was like, oh, baby, no, 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 no. You were doing the best you could with the information you had, and that's it. You did the best you could with period. the information you had, yeah, period. Shout out to Carisha, City Girls, period. Yes, you know shout period? out to some of the City Girls. I love them. Even though the City Boy is up by 18,500 points. Yeah, shout out to Booball for coming up with the City Boys, yes. <laughs> we uh city boys up yes but um i want you guys to remember that shit you did the best you could with the information you had and you should never punish yourself you should only work to educate yourself and to motivate yourself and to empower yourself to do better you fuck I, up that's you know who doesn't fuck up all players fuck up but that's not the time to beat yourself up it's like, I remember um, a girl said to me one time, like, you know, I, well, actually, I think it was a nigga. Like, I can't go to church, dog. You know all the shit I be doing? I did this, I did that. I can't go to church. So I'm like, well, that's the time you need to go. That's where you need to go. Do you know who Jesus hung with? And, and I, don't, I don't just mean church. I mean, you know, church, the synagogue, the mosque, the masjid, yeah, just- the parliament, whatever your, you know, whatever your particular thing is, that's when you should go. You don't fuck up and do something, you know, that you deem is, you know, a little fucked up, a little ratchet, a little reckless, a little dangerous, a little, you know, evil, maybe. You don't go at that point. I'm never going back to the, to the holy place because mm-hmm. I did that. When should you go? Should you go when you're doing everything perfect? Or should you go when you may have lost your way? So we're going to be easy on ourselves in 2023. Soft life, soft life. We're going to hold ourselves accountable, but we're not going to tear ourselves down. We're going to build ourselves up. I love it. It is. I want to thank y'all for tuning in. This was a kickback conversation. This is a pod named Kickback. I am No Breaks New. I said y'all wouldn't get another episode to 2023, but I was compelled to do so, and I'm glad I did because I got to bring other people on and have them talk. And um, I'm going to try to do this once a month, like a town hall where anybody that wants to come on, the floor is going to be open, and some of y'all will have more courage and actually click the link and come on in. But I do want to thank uh, Nina and Renee for clicking the link coming in. And um, that's it, man. Uno, we out. We out. Oh, follow us on YouTube. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. If you want Apple, give us the five stars. Type in a little rating, you know, a little comment. And uh, follow us everywhere we are on social media. It is at Upon and Kickback, at No Breaks New. What's your social media? 
at front page Nate on Instagram. Follow your girl at front page Nate on Twitter as well. Boom. I'm everywhere you can find me, even on Christian Mingle and Pornhub. Uno, we all. <laughs> <laughs>